Hello, and welcome to Down and Dirty with Dirty GG. Today we're doing things differently. First off, I'm flying solo today. I don't have my usual guests with me, so bear with it. Second off, we're going to do a list. I don't think we've done an official list yet since uh, this podcast has gotten going. So I figured why not, might as well give it a spin. What list, you might ask? We are going to break down the top. 10 deathcore bands I think you need to check out. I'm not going to list any that uh, the super mainstream or super popular or well-known deathcore bands. Some of these are a bit more well-known than others, but I'd like to bring some of these to light and share my love and passion for these bands with you. And the first of these bands I want to talk about is Last 10 Seconds of Life. Now, this is an Australian band. I think it's the most unique, diverse, and fresh band on this list, honestly. It's one of my favorites out of these ten. So before we move any more forward, I'm going to go ahead and play a clip and just show you how awesome these guys are. Now, as you heard there in that amazing clip, that was from The Box, the song title, if anyone's wondering. They're extremely groove-oriented, but they keep the beat down that a lot of us are looking for in a modern deathcore band. Incredibly unique. I, like, I really can't think of another deathcore band, or metal band for that matter, that sounds remotely similar to what they do. Um, every album they put out has an incredibly distinct sound to it. Even track to track on those albums vary quite a bit, um, which is a great thing, honestly. Um, when you're talking about a, a relatively cookie cutter music genre, these guys truly break out of the box, so to speak. Uh, the vocalist is an absolute monster. Um, it never gets old. He's incredibly skilled. His lows are just absolutely bananas. They've covered Limp Biscuit, which, you know, I've talked about before being a big Limp Biscuit fan, but they, they, uh, did break stuff and made it 
one of the nastiest, nastiest things you'll ever listen to. Please look it up after you're done listening. It's, it's well worth the YouTube search, I promise you. And another thing I do like about them are, are the vocals are rather audible in the sense that you, you, you can generally understand what he's saying. And obviously, I, like I've said before in other podcasts as well, that's, that's not what I listen to Metal and Deathcore for. I don't think really anyone does, honestly. But it's it's really nice that you, you can make out a lot of what he's saying in a lot of different parts. And while doing that, he's still just an absolute monster and just just nasty, mean, vicious vocals. Uh, the breakdowns are absolutely gross. There's plenty of them, you know, they, they testosterone driven, pumped up, mean from beginning to end. And I, I just can't wait for every single album these guys put out. Definitely check them out. The second band I want to bring up, remotely similar, Black Tongue. And this is one of the more popular bands on the list. A lot of you have probably heard of Infant Annihilator at some point. Um, when they had decided after they put out their first breakout album that took the internet by storm, it, it being a two piece, they went and created another band with a f- couple other fellows called Black Tongue. And that's probably their more popular song, I think. I think you could say that. But anyway, that was Eclipse by Black Tongue. And if you couldn't tell, they do try to push the boundaries of heavy. Um, almost tongue-in-cheek so much. Like, it's obviously... Or it's obvious that they're trying. And they're trying hard to be the heaviest thing. And they own it. And accept that. And that's what makes them so incredibly fucking good. The new album they have put out is even darker. Has a lot of, uh, like black metal influences almost, a little bit of doom metal almost. Um, just 
even just dark. I don't understand how they got darker than this, but they did it, and it is phenomenal. So that they have two full lengths. Definitely need to check them out if you're looking for the next level and heavy, because uh, I I really I really don't think anything surpasses that. Uh, if you're looking for the most beat down, breakdown driven heaviness you can get, this is the band for you. And now the last band I want to talk about in this little three-band block of the more beat-down bands is going to be God of Nothing. Now, I, I just found them recently, but they have definitely caught my attention immediately. Check them out. That is their song, Darkest. Now, this is an angry, angry, angry band. Great doom elements thrown in there. The atmosphere is just on point. Super fucking dark. You know, I, I've just picked them up recently, but I, I can't get enough currently. It, they're, they're just sick. I don't, I don't know what else you want. Uh, they're not doing anything too crazy too outlandish or too technical but what they are doing they're doing it right and now that we've gotten the beatdown group out of the way we're gonna move on to the technical deathcore bands that i can't get enough of next three bands the first of which rings of saturn i don't think there's a more technical band on earth 
I mean, you can take your dream theater and shove it up your ass because Rings of Saturn pushes the boundaries of guitar playing with every single track they release. Check it out for yourself. That is probably my favorite song of theirs. It is Natural Selection. Um, they are the most technical, most talented band out there. Uh, end of story. Um, I, I listen to a lot of different music, a lot of different genres. I really try and keep up with what's going on. I've yet to find anything that blows me away as much as Rings of Saturn does. I mean, they're, they're extremely fast extremely brutal and and yet they have these just incredibly intricate flowing beautiful guitar solos on the majority of their songs uh and and they're not even just awesome guitar solos they're so unique like no one is doing the solos rings of saturn is doing uh, and not only that, it's a concept band. Uh, they consider themselves Alien Core, which makes it even that much cooler as a big sci-fi fan myself. Please, if, if you take any band from this list to go look up, have it be Rings of Saturn. And they are actually about to go on tour with the next band I'm bringing up. And of course, they are not coming to Georgia like most metal bands don't. It's wonderful. But Thy Art is Murder. Now, the artist murder is nowhere near as technical as Rings of Saturn is, but yet still very technical, especially the drumming, and I'll let you listen to this and you'll see why.
And that is their most popular song, Reign of Darkness. And one of my favorites as well, for good reason. I mean, the drumming in that breakdown towards the end is is a really fresh breath into writing breakdowns. I mean, it's, it's really intricate, really different. The, you know, the double bass doesn't just follow the guitar chugs. I mean, there's plenty of extra thrown in there and it's just delicious. I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Um, constant, consistent, mean vocals. Uh, he's a monster and it's incredibly disappointing because they just announced like, well, I don't know, a month ago that he was leaving the band and they've yet to announce the new vocalist. They've announced a new tour. Actually, I think they've announced two new tours and yet to even say who's going to be the new vocalist to fill in. I'm really uh, curious to see who that's going to be. Um, and not only that, but the last few albums have been incredibly cleanly produced and mixed. And it just, it just is very nice for a Deathcore album to be produced so well. It's It's exciting. And the last band we're going to talk about in the technical deathcore slot here is Slaughter to Prevail. Here they are. That is the new single music video they've dropped lately as the Vulture's Circle. I really like them. They're, they're technical. They're extremely high energy. You know, there's a lot of tempo changes all the time in all their songs. The vocalist has a huge, huge, awesome range. He has, you know, incredibly high highs and awesome low lows. You know, they, they, they pull together a lot of different like subgenres of deathcore and put it together in this one finely polished piece and uh, they're 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 great. I, I don't understand how they have not picked up steam yet so to speak or maybe I just haven't heard of them uh, or haven't been following them long enough but it seems like uh, they don't really get the attention they deserve. And I also like that they um, tend to have a lot of like black metal progressions in some of their songs. And as a black metal fan, that's you know always reaches out to me as a plus. Um, but that that's the end of the technical deathcore block. Now we're just going to go to the standard, the old standard from the old school, you know, deathcore that started it all, the classic formula. And I'm going to give you three bands that are relatively new that fit that mold. And the first of which I'm going to bring up 
is an, a newer one, and it's called Drown in Sulfur. And they just do simple, and they do simple perfectly. That was an epilogue to the Arrogant. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about Drown and Sulphur other than they're simple, which is a good thing. You know, everyone's trying to outdo each other, get heavier than the next band, more technical. They they don't care. They just do deathcore and they do it right. You know, they're breakdown heavy. They have all the staples of deathcore throughout their songs. It's like a, a new, modernized, fresh take on the old-school deathcore scene. And they're awesome. I, I really, really, really enjoy these guys. I'm really curious to what they're going to put out next. Continuing on with our deathcore staples, standard deathcore, I want to move on to Rose Funeral. And this is probably the darkest band on our list with their extreme occult overtones. Um, absolutely love them, have from the beginning, still do, and they're currently writing new material.
And that was Beyond the Entombed. And if you didn't tell, they're extremely black metal influenced, very symphonic, and obviously very, very dark. But the thing I do like about them is they are more metal than deathcore. It's metal with deathcore kind of shoveled into it instead of deathcore with a little bit of metal, like some of our other bands we've been talking about. And it's, it's wonderful. And I'm really, really curious to see how the new album is going to turn out. It seems like they continue to evolve. You know, they've had vocalist changes. Um, style's been relatively consistent. But there has been quite a bit of growth in the band. And I'm expecting this new album to really, really take it a whole level, another level further than what they already have. The final band we're going to talk about in our standard deathcore block is Lorna Shore. Now, they are relatively sim- similar to Thyroda's Murder. I'll, I'll, I will say that. But they have more of the standard staples of deathcore than Thyroda's Murder does. They, they can, Thyroda's Murder is a bit more technical, a little bit more metal. Than that Lorna Shore is. Lorna Shore definitely sticks more to the deathcore mold than Dyer is Murder does. that is their song create like i said before you know as you probably can tell from listening now they do sound a bit like thyroid is murder but they do have more high vocals and a few more uh, i don't know breakdowns and and standard staples of deathcore than thyroid is murder does thyroid is murder has kind of become their own entity at this point while loner shore keeps a little bit closer to the mold which there's nothing wrong with that at all um I, I do really like how choppy they get with, uh, like, uh, timing changes. It creates a really interesting song to listen to. It, you know, it grabs your attention and keeps it. Um, you know, they, they get very symphonic in, in certain songs. It's obviously a very blast beat heavy band. If that's what you're looking for, definitely, uh, you know, go grab an album of theirs. And that finishes up our standard deathcore block we've gone over nine bands so far and we got one left and this last one is a bit of a crossbreed 
or a, a merger of two genres or a bridge. And that is Graves. Graves takes all of our standard deathcore elements, but really, instead of it being more death metal or black metal or deathcore as the staple, there's a lot of beatdown in standard hardcore and down-tempo hardcore. Um, really interesting. There's a lot of slam to it as well. Check it out. That is 506. And as I was talking about, <clears throat> I'm sure you can tell now, beat down, slam, testosterone driven is like the Acacia strain of deathcore. You know, we all know Acacia strain doesn't like to be coined as deathcore at all. Um, I think these guys step up to the plate for that. Um, and also, like I was saying, it's, it's truly a crossover. You know, it's, it has, it sounds like a deathcore band. But everything they're doing is pretty much hardcore and, and down-tempo hardcore and slam just in uh, uh, with a deathcore vibe to it. And so it's really fresh. It's re- really awesome. I have a lot of friends that have been listening to them for quite some time and have decided to finally check them out. And I'm glad that I did. But that was band number 10, Graves. Let me know what you thought of these bands. Which ones were your favorite? Which ones did you not like? You know, are you a fan of Deathcore or not? I'd I'd love to hear from you in the comments. Um, Sturdy GG, thanks for listening.